Welcome everyone to the last video store clerks podcast with Frank and Scott. The days of blockbuster Hollywood and the independent video store are over. But searching the shelves for that special overlooked movie will never end. The one that really sticks with you forever. Let's drown ourselves in a sea of streaming services and ask the question, what the fuck is that? Does this hold up? And just what the hell is a good movie anyway? I'm Frank Roll. I'm Scott Moran. And we're the last video store clerks. <laughs> Just want to actually see it start recording. This red time. rocket, red rocket. What's that in my pocket? Do you have a dog penis? No. <laughs> I'd be I'd be making mad money, dude, if I had a dog penis. <laughs> Somebody pay a lot to see it. Let's be honest. Like, man, you got chicks farting in jars out there making more money than me. Okay, that's true. There's definitely room for opportunity in this world we live in. Get all the squeakies out. Oh, the big question though. Did you watch The Last of Us? No. Fucking Jesus. I was see, I was gonna try to do a mini <laughs> of it. And then I was like, I bet he didn't fucking watch it. Do you it. know how many people Okay, it got to the point where it's yesterday the most watched television show on HBO. Yeah. Like the premiere of it. I know. So here's the thing. It's gonna be an episode a week, right? This gives me opportunity to stockpile so I can knock out a do like a, a double. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm gonna watch shit as it comes on from now on because 1899 got fucking canceled. <laughs> I'm not sitting and waiting and being like, I'll get to it. Well, that's how we did House of the Dragon every week. But we sat on the last one for like, okay, we're ready to close this season. Yeah, until I was like, you're going to forget. <laughs> Which I didn't. And I knew exactly what they were going to do. And sure enough, oh shit, I actually just, I just remembered it for the first time since then. The end. You relived it? Yeah, like it hit me. For the first time since the... Uh, like a vision quest? The initial viewing, yeah. Except for no peyote. <laughs> uh, man, imagine riding a dragon on peyote. Well, the Last of Us was fucking amazing. <laughs> I am a super fan of that video game. And there are whole chunks of that first episode that are shot for shot, line for line. Exactly like the video game. I didn't watch it, but I saw a ton of stuff like that online about it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's the same. <laughs> it's, I'm not saying it's the same Well fucking watch it dude I had the wrong list up Oh that's not the right list either There we go Is it the list of things you watched with your daughter? I don't keep a list of that yet <laughs> I can tell you And that's when the podcast is over <laughs> No Tonight I put it on the mummy while we were eating dinner Brendan Fraser It had Encino Man in it Blast from the past? Yeah uh, you know Encino Man. The cheese is old and moldy. Where's the bathroom? Oh, you said the cheese is old and moldy. <laughs> oh. You know, big shout out to Airheads, too, just while we were mentioning it. I know <laughs> we've talked about Shout that out to Airheads. That's, I can't not do it. Okay, shout out to With Honors. It's crickets, and there's nobody even here. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> self explanatory Shit just happens. What did you watch, then? What did I watch? Yeah. Without Brendan Fraser? Without Brendan Fraser. <laughs> What's like something big you watched? You know. Um, something big she said. The Harvey Weinstein thing. It's about the two reporters that really finally broke through on the Harvey Weinstein case and got the whole movement started. It had our girl Carrie Mulligan in it. Oh, it's a movie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I didn't it wasn't a documentary, it was a movie. It had Carrie Mulligan from Promising Young Woman and other films, but promising. Doctor Who. Yes. 
<laughs> I knew it. I didn't put that the in. Best I, episode of Doctor Who. Um, but, you know, so it's about the two reporters who broke the story. And the whole thing was Ashley Judd was a big speaker in the whole thing. So weird things about this movie. Ashley Judd played herself. That's weird. At a certain point when they were talking about the Weinstein recordings, like when somebody recorded him, they put a wire on this young woman. They played the real audio tape. Oh. Of his voice. So this was like a cool, you know. So it had the mix. It was like Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. I'm not going to say this is a cool movie. That was fucking horrible. Jesus. I need to think about shit before I say it. It was exciting. (laughs) I'm really glad I watched this movie. It was a good movie. Everybody in it did an amazing job. That one was great. Um, The other, the documentary I watched was The Hatchet-Wielding Hitchhiker. It's on Netflix, right? Here's the thing. I remember when that was a viral video. Smash, smash. Because this dude's like, straight out of Dogtown. Like, you're like, oh, this guy's crazy. I did not know that there was this whole shit show of fucking nonsense that followed. It's on Netflix, right? It's on Netflix. Okay. It's worth a watch. I haven't looked at Netflix very often because I've lost my faith in them. And fuck Netflix for canceling (laughs) my fucking show. You're like, $18.99. No, why would I start anything new with you ever again? (laughs) You'll get back together soon enough. It's just a rough patch. I guess not if HBO is going to make the best show. (laughs) Just already decided. I saw a war movie. We talked about this before you hit record. You're not that into them. I like war movies, but it's hard to find a good quality one. You know, Hacksaw Ridge got a lot of praise. And I get it. It was different. But if you watch that movie, to me, it was like... I don't understand why certain movies get the praise they do, but it's fine. It was a good movie. I just don't know... There was a lot that was missing for me. Anyway. I like that one war movie. Uh, Saving Private Ryan? No, uh, it had uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Jack Black in it. And uh, Oh, God. <laughs> in my Skittles! <laughs> Let me see my Skittles! I really like that war movie. Uh, ben the, Stiller was great. I'm the do- no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> um, but no, this movie was Emperor. Tommy Lee Jones, Matthew Fox. Our boy from Lost. Is that old? 2013. Oh, okay. Well, 2012, 2013, I, I think it's depending on, it's the way they released it. I vaguely remember that. That was that time where like they were like, Matthew Fox is going to be a movie star. They were really pushing somebody. So like, let's get somebody established. Nah. Enter Tommy Lee Jones as General MacArthur. It was based on the of what would happen. Uh, General MacArthur was in charge of rebuilding Japan after the bomb was dropped. I was like, oh man, please let this be a good movie. Almost instantly, here comes the love story that's going to run parallel to the main storyline the whole time. We got to have that. You do. But God damn it. And then, like I said, with the war movies, you want to check up the historical accuracy. Like how <laughs> how far away did they get? This one just apparently really missed the mark. One of the coolest things that they touched on in the movie, they talked about it for like a minute. It turns out like one of the coolest things that was based on something factual they grazed it. <laughs> you know what I oh, mean? Man. Yeah. So don't watch The Emperor. I mean, it's... That's <laughs> where that was going? Yeah. Not the, good. If you want a war movie with Tommy Lee Jones in it and you want to take a nap, go for The Emperor. Or It's just called Emperor, I believe. But anyway, that's what... Did, did you see anything cool? We watched season two of Avenue 5. Okay. With uh, Old House. Oh, that one. Show. Yeah. It's good. Um, it's really good. I uh, forgot about it. I feel like there was a long time between season one, <laughs> one and two. season two. You know, lately it's either two years or it's, wow, that's already? There's no in between. There's no seasons. Yeah, it's funny. It it looks like Doctor Who. It's a, it's it's like a weird Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy farce 
This Space puts a little cruise. more in perspective for me. I like it a lot. It's funny. Okay. But we took it down in like two days. Damn Those half-hour shows, they go down way too fast. It's a bummer. <laughs> Sometimes I miss 23 episode seasons. Of really? Yeah. And I'm the... not out to finish things. I'm out to watch things. Uh, it's nice. Like I don't have a feeling either way on it. However many episodes it is, however many it is. When I made Kelly watch Lost, that was like one of those things that was really nice. Was I was like, holy shit. I've been watching for like a week and we're not done with the first season. I've been tempted to do it again because I only did Lost once. Oh, we watched Sick last night, which initially I didn't like very much. Sick. Sick is a peacock horror movie and it's about the pandemic. Like it takes place at the beginning of the pandemic. I'm wondering if I saw the cover for that. I've been looking at Peacock a lot lately. The trailer was really promising because it was like a, a girl. She was like banging on the window and she was like, he's trying to kill me like on this car <laughs> window. And this lady's like, where's your mask? Where's your mask? Like she won't roll the window down or help her because she's not wearing a mask. But uh, I don't want to say too much about it. It's not amazing. <laughs> yeah. But it was uh, surprisingly good. Cool. As far as this, it's a slasher movie. It's just yeah. a slasher movie. I said during the pandemic that I did not want anything that had to do with the pandemic. I didn't want a bunch of movies that were about the pandemic. So you didn't do what I did and watch Contagion twice and Outbreak twice? No, no, not. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> like, it's okay. not that I don't want to watch. I, Start over. No, what? it's not that I don't want to watch pandemic stuff. It's that I don't want people to make things about this pandemic right after the pandemic. Oh, hashtag too soon. Well, it's not even that. It's just, it's cheap. It's it's like lazy fucking writing to me. Easy shot? Yeah, but I did enjoy this. And I, <laughs> I, I liked the bubble. The bubble was awesome, though. The bubble was great. It was funny. And uh, Did I miss it or did nobody talk about the bubble? I feel like I didn't hear anything about the bubble. Nobody else I know has watched that movie, other than me, you, and Kelly, probably. <laughs> that movie was fucking great. What's her name? Leslie Mann? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was hilarious. And David Duchovny was awesome. Yes. Oh, man. He's still my Mulder. He'll always be my Mulder. I, I cuddle that man. Me fucking too. <laughs> I'm not lying. I got a big man crush on uh, David Duchovny, and I, I would let him spoon me. Yeah. It would be nice. I mean, as long as he wasn't one of those like celebrity dudes that's a complete dick. You know, like he was genuinely chilled. I feel like, like I like him because he's kind of a dick, though. I want him to be nice to me, though, while I cuddle him. Well, yeah. I want to be friends. Man, okay. But sick was good. Okay. Is it is it sick or is it like... It's just called sick. Like Slipknot sick? Like just the C? Or like... No, no. It's, it's sick? It's sick, like COVID. Okay. <laughs> it's about COVID. <laughs> well, I know, but were they trying to be clever? What's well, about these the two C? girls who are quarantining in a house? Mm-hmm. On a lake, and there aren't any neighbors around. I just watched the preview. I almost watched it. I know exactly what you're talking about now. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Because somebody, it's like an invasion. It's a standard slasher movie. Got it. It's very standard. It's almost the rental. The uh, turn. Because every slasher movie has a like, oh shit, how did you turn this on its end? You can't just make a straightforward slasher movie most of the time. Well, last one I tried like was They Them. Still, still never finished it. I was it. about halfway through the movie. I was like, I feel like this is like the guy who made They Them or the person who made they them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was going to be overly messagey. It not did, the case. Not the case. Cool. 
Sort of was, but in a good way. Man. I wouldn't say anything more. I think you'll like it. I think I like watched it. that trailer and I was so close. I, maybe that was the night I started the Aviator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you always left turn on things. Like you'll be like, I'm gonna try this this thing, or like, oh, people have been telling me about this. Nah, I'm gonna watch. Well, when I took a chance on She Said, I was like, <sighs> I saw Carrie Mulligan, and that's honestly what convinced me. I was like, I really liked her in Promising Young Woman, so I wanted to see what was up. You should watch a uh, Doctor Who. <laughs> you only have to watch like three seasons to oh, get and to I her wanted to tell one you, episode. You know, there's a point where we might do cult movies. So we I was trying to remember will. one, right? It's called One Bedroom, but it says One BR. It's currently on Peacock. Oh, yeah. I have, uh, I've had that on various queues where it just disappeared eventually. Okay, so now it's on Peacock currently in our time. Not sure where you're at out there. But in our time, it's currently on Peacock. It's called One BR, One Bedroom. That's going to be on the list if we do it. I, I think you had that on a list at one point. I mean, maybe that's why I ended up watching it when I did. The original list. Good cult movie. You know, fictional, not based on true events or anything. Just good, you know. It's yeah. right there. <sighs> yeah. Did, did you feel the softness come in the Scientology. voice? I got in a lot for me. I was really pushing it. I mean, one of them was my, my Betty Buy movie. I could have done a lot more. I uh, watched... We watched almost a whole season of Fringe this week. Damn. And those are long seasons. Another show that had me right up until the very end, and that ending is just so... It slows down, and it's long, and... They smashed it in, too. Like, it was supposed to go a full season, and it's like the last season, six episodes. Is that what happened mm -hmm. with that one? Yeah. Fuck. So if you had watched it when it was streaming, it may have just been... When you got to it, you were like, oh, that's it? <laughs> You're like, you really drew that out, how much you fudged it. But really, it was that it was canceled, and they negotiated six more episodes. I keep hearing about this really badass show called Manifest. No. <laughs> Not Sorry. at all. We talk about good stuff. I just have to throw in something else. I've, there's a lot of choices out there right now. I mean, I'm not short on my lists. My cues are not lacking. All I care about is The Last of Us. Honestly. I have not... <laughs> waited for another episode of a show to come out this much and i know what's gonna fucking happen i know every beat of that story so well i've played that game so many times see xbox guy i played it at people's houses but not enough to know story so i don't know well that's the thing is with that show the story is what it's all about and that guy who directed chernobyl is a showrunner oh yeah and he's fucking in love with the story and really cares about it i am really excited it's so it's the game writer and the guy who made Chernobyl. He has this immense love for the game. And he was like, I got to cheat because this game already had the story. And there was all that talking about how that's why most video games don't make good movies is because the gameplay component is what puts you in the story. And mm -hmm. the story isn't really all that dense. It's a hopeful story. It's about a man who's just like so closed off. I cannot tell you how many people approached my desk at work this week and were like, did you check out Last of Us? The last two people, I was like, I have not watched The Last of Us. And he was like, ah! I knew it was coming. That's how many people at work watched I love The Last that. of Us. That's what I wanted for this was I think that that story was so good. And mm. the fact that, like, I've never really had anyone to talk to about it because I don't know that many people with PlayStations. Sorry to top off that cup of disappointment. Yeah, well, you better <laughs> fucking get on it. I want to rewatch... I think I want to rewatch The Office again. I was legit going to suggest that we do minis every week if you could keep up. But oh, I don't know about that right now. Like 10 minute ones. If yeah. there was, a, if 
If we did a Patreon. If you could just watch the show, but I don't think you're going to keep up now because you're already one behind. I don't think you can get caught up from one. Oh, no. I mean, I got daddy daycare this weekend, man. Once she passes out, I have time. No. Oh, Sunday, new episode. Cowboys are in the playoffs. At 10 at, 10 at night? Um, 5.30 in the early evening. And so it's going to drain me. But those are children. Don't they have to go to bed? What? The people who play football. They're like... 18 20 years old <laughs> here's the thing i let my emotions get tied up in the game and <laughs> i'm just gonna have a rough evening because starts at 5 30 so you could say between 5 30 and 6 probably 5 30 but so it'll be over between 8 30 and 9 30 the other side of that is i would have had time i'll have time to watch the other one the night before yeah so you make two days of it i'm telling you man everyone's gonna want to talk to you about that that's going to be the most popular show of this year. For some reason, it's never on the Xbox dashboard. The show? HBO? No, the movie. I mean, the game. That's because you can't play the game because you have a video game system for children. <laughs> I just wanted to see what you would say. I fucking don't like Xbox. I think it's for children. <laughs> I think PlayStation is made for adults. Uh... And you heard it right here, folks. This week we're doing a movie that we did and didn't record. You may have heard us talk about that before. But we recorded a whole episode about this movie and then noticed we weren't recording at all. If we're ever in a coherent situation, I want to find the other us and ask us how it went. <laughs> if it actually got recorded. I'm really glad we got to rewatch this movie. I love Riley Stearns. Riley Stearns is, uh, I hope he goes on to do big things. Next week we were going to do Art of Self-Defense, but... Hulu fucking pulled it down already. They put it up while Duel was there, and now it's on some Hubi or something like that. I don't know. One of those fucking apps that nobody has and is probably free and will probably show you the same commercial over and over and over again. Was it you that I was talking to about MGM Plus? You mentioned something? Yeah, I want to watch a couple shows that they so have. So not to get your hopes up, and I haven't researched it, MGM Plus is popping up on Amazon Prime like it's included with Prime. No, it's a subscription. I saw it on there. I checked it out, too. Okay, well, here's the thing, though. Is it like a free trial right now? We opened Amazon Prime last night, uh -huh. and I seriously shut the app because nothing that was free on Prime was the first 10 rows. Yeah. I scrolled down, and it was all just stuff that was on third-party add-ons. Unless I'm just, I was in the hazy phase of I had passed out and I woke up and thought I could finish watching something. I believe I watched something on there like I didn't need the subscription. I think they have free episodes, uh, like first episodes of things. Of and certain a couple, things. That's yeah, how they'll to get, snag you. to entice you. Yeah. Okay. That would make, and I feel like I was definitely checking it out when I was up way later. I was like forcing it, trying to finish something on the couch. It's relatively cheap though. It's like five bucks or something. It's no fucking HBO $17 now. Is it? Yeah. Mm, they're all, yeah. Netflix is ridiculous. Yeah, I and their Netflix's Columbia. fucking ad tier didn't work out at all. I read <laughs> like the thing: five percent of their new subscribers are ad tier people. Look at how many people they had to fucking lay off. Bad Maybe decisions. if you try to fucking keep us and go back to of... the fucking five stars, fuck Amy Schumer. <laughs> <laughs> but this week we watched uh, Duel again for the dual time. No, that doesn't work. Um, for the second time. Duel. Not even round two. Well, yeah, round two. Yeah, it's round two. Duel round two. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, over the course of the last week, I listened to a couple podcasts that covered this movie when it came out. Mm. Like they watched it new. Nobody liked it. Mm. 
Like they were a little dissatisfied with it. They yeah, I mean, the people spoke. IMDb says five point six. I feel like people aren't seeing what we're seeing in it. I would, I would, you know, we didn't talk about this last time, and I won't make that comment before I say everything. <laughs> <laughs> Asterisk. I want to go with maybe a solid six three. It's not as good as false. IMDb scoring. I would no. say not as good as false. False not was a- brilliant to me. False was good. False was great. I would put false over. I would put faults over this. Yes. Yes. No question. I don't know why it took a second. But I really liked this movie a lot. And uh, otherwise, we wouldn't have re-recorded this fucking episode. Yeah. We just had to figure out what would make it sound right. <laughs> because that night we disputed. Some time. Yeah. Should we do this? What would that... Are we going to be faking it? Like, is it going to be bad if it sounds like we're faking it? <laughs> we would have been faking it, too. We had such good energy. And our pre, you know, our pregame was amazing that night. Whatever the fuck we were talking about, which we'll never know. Probably never remember. No. It was a good one. Good little hot potato before it got started. You know, mouth trumpet. The (laughs) (laughs) You see, that threw me off because I'm like, wait, that was in the other episode. (laughs) Getting a little fried up there. It was in both of them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But give us a summary. Sarah is a depressed drunk and in an unfulfilling relationship with her boyfriend, Peter. She awakes from a nightmare in a pool of blood and soon after learns she is terminally ill. On the doctor's recommendation, she undergoes an expensive procedure to have herself cloned to save her loved ones from the loss. But when she later finds out she will make a full recovery and files to have the clone decommissioned, the double files to live and they are ordered to fight to the death in one year's time. Duel was written and directed by Riley Stearns, who he also directed... One of our favorite movies we covered on the podcast that I just mentioned, Faults. Faults was so good. I can't stress it enough. Faults was amazing, and thanks to Scott, I learned the term Donald Duckin' it. <laughs> yes. I'm just so proud of that. I love it. I I try and use it in my everyday life. It's just it's hard to find that, you know, happening. Anyway. Dual stars Karen Gillan as Sarah and Sarah's double, Aaron Paul as Trent. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Theo James as Robert Michaels. Beulah Cole as Peter, who you may also remember from our very first episode, Shadow in the Cloud, as the pilot of the plane. He was there the whole time. His voice was, anyway. (laughs) The film was shot in six weeks in 2020 in Finland after a suitable location could not be found due to the COVID-19 lockdown. The Finnish government had controlled the virus to a degree that other locations had not. I believe they looked at New Zealand and Canada and... Somewhere in the States. Fucking Canada, eh? Didn't do a good job, Trudeau. <laughs> the movie premiered in 2022 at the Sundance Film Festival and was also released exclusively on AMC+. But if you're listening to this episode when it comes out this week, it's on Hulu right now. Get on it before they fucking take it down like they did The Art of Self-Defense. We are, as always, going to talk about spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, Go watch it. And I feel like probably not enough people have. But I thought it was great. It was a good movie. Whatever the people are talking about, 5.6 on IMDb. Eh, come on, man. Expectations. I'm not going to get back into expectations. So I'm not going to get back into expectations. I I don't expect other people to feel the same way as me all the time. And I try to be conscious of being like, why is that popular? And then getting mad about it. I think Mm. I used to do that a lot. And be like, why don't you like the thing I like? What I like is great. Not everybody has to like it, but it's a good movie. 
It is good. There's a lot of human clone movies, and none of them are this one. No, nobody's approached it like this before that I've seen, which I could appreciate. Like we were talking, the technology. We don't get into the technology of how these clones are made. It's like it's an everyday thing, and financing's readily available. And I don't know if it was just because of Finland, but everything looked kind of 80s to me. Yes, and it was just the splashes of modern. It's hard to tell if that wasn't just Finland, though. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've never been to Finland, so. But even the video about cloning yourself, <laughs> it felt really 80s. And did we find out, was that Riley Stearns in that video? Yeah, I forgot to look for him this Damn. time. You mentioned that before. I completely... And I even re-went through my notes and didn't catch that. Jesus. It's definitely him at the gas station, though. Oh, and I think we'd uh, spoken about this. <laughs> Deja vu. She's Scottish? You've never heard her speak without an American accent? I feel like I saw her in an interview and I didn't hear an accent. Well, I mean, she was on Doctor Who. That's where she got famous. So What was it? One of the guys from Holes? <laughs> you know, Holes. Who's Holes? <laughs> my Holes? Is this a who's holes, Sue's holes, woo bowls, blue bowls? Don't touch Sue's holes. Uh, Sue's holes? Whose holes? Did she give you consent for that? <laughs> oh my God. You th I, I forgot what I was fucking talking about. But I feel like the opening of the movie, when you see that first duel happen, the mm -hmm. cold open, I think you want that guy to survive. And then at the end of it, you find out he's the double. Yeah. And I think that was shredding for the rest of the movie that guy from the divergent series i was i was thinking we'd see him later i thought there was gonna be like a conversation or a like, she did watch the tape of his duel she did but i thought he would pop up as a somebody she went to for advice i or... felt like it was a missed opportunity that he wasn't at the meeting oh that would have been a good little... that would have been the spot yeah put him. maybe he was and they just because this was Filmed during COVID. Maybe they couldn't get him to Finland Again. or it was like a work visa thing. Mm. Who knows? All things considered, I think he did a very good job. Yeah. This movie, the fact that, you know, because they didn't get into the technology side of it. It just happens. As soon as the doctor says 2% margin of error. Did you catch what the, the porn was called this time? No. No. It was called fucking in the backyard of a confirmed haunted house. She's watching a porn in the opening scene of her. Which is great. And she's just about... The dude calls. Yeah. And for being kind of dismissive, he seemed to call her a lot <laughs> while he was away. For somebody who didn't give a fuck? Maybe he just gave a fuck too much. I don't know. I thought he was cheating on her. I thought I thought maybe he'd found someone else, male or female. You know, I thought it would have been cool if he found somebody else and it turned out he was gay. Curveball it up. Do you add in plot to your movie always yeah because <laughs> yeah, again just wrong direction here i am no 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 and then she, so she gets the she gets the replacement when she's driving to get her replacement i think she's like about to cry or realizes she's finally crying about finding out that she has a terminal diagnosis but it doesn't break through i think the moment she realizes that she's gonna cry it goes away and that's what that makes her real bummed out and i think that said a whole lot about her she lost the feeling have you ever gotten real bad news and just not felt anything for yeah. a long time? Yeah. You know? Most I, definitely. I completely understand that feeling. I think if somebody told me I was dying soon, I would not immediately become sad. I would walk around in disbelief probably for a long time. No, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, like a family member could pass away. I might not cry. But then I see a fucking internet video of like a 
cat being saved last minute from something, and for some reason I just want to just burst out in tears. I loved how the doctor was telling her that she wanted to be buried because she wanted her friends and family to have the obligation of coming to visit her body. <laughs> and if she was cremated, it wouldn't be the same. And if they put her in a mausoleum, mm -hmm. it's not the same as a body in the ground. <laughs> yeah. This is super honest of her. Uh, was was she the one? No. The videotape that we that there were two videotapes in this movie, weren't there? No. Did Trent give her the videotape of the first one? What did he Yeah, she was watching it later. But the videotape of the <laughs> the thing. The kitchen. Oh, the horror movie? Yeah. Yeah, he gave her that horror movie. He gave her that. And confirmed because the guy sticks his hand in that dis uh, the, the, the disposal and he I looked it up on there is a website called Cinemorg that has all of the deaths of an actor in movies. It's just a list of their deaths. Damn, somebody did that? Yeah. And good job, man. Because <laughs> I was like, how does Aaron Paul die in the remake of Last House on the Left? That was the first thing that popped up, hand in a disposal. <laughs> Actually, it said that they uh, beat him, tried to drown him, and then tore his hand off with a disposal. And then I think they stab him a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that movie is a lot. Both versions of it. Yeah, I was going through my notes, and it's that um, I didn't do a ton of research the first time, and I forgot to look up things I didn't the first time as well. But I, I since I brought back all the notes, almost everyone out in the world has an accent. The housing in the vehicles look old but new. <laughs> it's like, Finland. Finland. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was so confused. Because so many of these sci-fi movies, they're, you know, it's normally like a desolate future, but not, you know, the not too distant future. <laughs> I do think there was some little things like that in there, though, to make uh -huh. it confusing about when this was happening uh -huh. in the future. Like her TV looked like an old box TV, but it looked like it had a flat screen like embedded in like it was flat screen, but it was a box. And also. did they have smartphones or did they look like early early That was the other thing phones. I noticed prominently this time. The internet looks like DOS. Mm -hmm. Her text messages look like they're written in like DOS code font. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I think he did that just to time. make it. You know how in, uh, in It Follows? Okay. All the tech in It Follows is weird. Like that girl has that clamshell Kindle thing. That she's reading books on. And like there's little things in that movie that kind of make it out of time. Like it looks like the 70s. It's in Detroit. But then there's this weird e-reader in it. It's just there to confuse you. And that was one of those little things I liked about that movie. And why don't people revisit the three seashells? What are you talking about? <laughs> Demolition Man. Oh, I've seen that once. Oh. That wasn't a movie I rewatched a lot of times when Jeez, I was a kid. Are you serious? She also said, I thought the duel was only for prisoners who commit the crime worse than murder. What is the crime worse than murder? Oh, I didn't catch that. That's interesting. Yeah, when her lawyer tells her she's court-ordered to do the duel. And if that's the only time you use it... <laughs> Real shit moment when she realizes the fucking clone's going to take her life, and she's going to remain alive. I was worried because some of the stuff Aaron Paul's done, I haven't been in, like a huge fan. I liked The Path for a while. Did you watch that show? No, I did. I even start it. I was I like, "Ooh, cult it. show!" Yeah, I watched a season of it, but I didn't pick it back up after that first season was over. 
It, it didn't just have didn't, the urge. It didn't stick. Mm. I might give it a shot. It wasn't. I'm always looking for that thing that I'm like waiting for to come back. And like I felt that way about a lot of shows in my life. I feel that way about The Last of Us. I didn't feel that way about House of the Dragon though. It was nice that it was coming on again when it came back on. It's reassuring. That intro music, hearing the intro music, it's a comfort thing. Everyone in this movie talks. Every word is said. And It's like everybody had a touch of the Asperger's. A little bit. She doesn't use a lot of contractions. Mm-hmm. Aaron Paul, I felt like, talked significantly different than every other character in the... He was a very calm voice. Do you think he was an original or a replacement? Do you think that that was something that wasn't... Or do you think that he was just some guy who capitalized, like, he was like, I train people for these duels. And really his training background was just watching training videos? <laughs> it's hard to say because he had a dog. He named it after his grandfather. The dog scene was awesome. If he had a grandfather, he couldn't be a double. What was the dog's name? Connor. Yeah. Oh, good shit. Yeah, Connor gets the old introduction. And I thought it was a good name for a dog. It is. It's great. It's like getting a girl dog and naming it Jack. So Not as into that. <laughs> that one didn't rub you the same way? No, 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 no. I wanted to name a dog Dave really bad, though. You want to get a solid colored dog and name him Spot? No, no, I don't want him to be contradictions. I just think Connor is a good name for a dog. <laughs> there's really nothing deeper than that. You know, there's a movie where the main character's name is Connor for real. Pop star, never stop stopping. I've never seen it. Connor for real. It's a drama. So fucking sleep deprived right now. I'm just having a good time. No, um, I love their training montages. Amazing. I love them so much. Well, and when he tells her do something, you know, for exercise, and she picks that fucking dance class, <laughs> it's like mixed fit. She is <laughs> the tallest person in that dance class yeah. too. She looks just like that chick in that class. It was so like. Oh, I bet she, she does those herb, she like hip hop dance classes, and for she listens real. to like that poppy kind of fucking music, like in her car, which I, they show at points. You really get a real good feel of who she is. Did they ever say what she did for work? No, never, never did. Right? Okay. There's a lot now. of uh, you're only going to see this much in the movie. I can see how that could be off-putting to some people. We never saw her go to work. We never learned what her job was. How she was paying the support to the double. It looked like mom had some money based on the way that they wanted to throw mom's character around. Here's the thing, though. And I didn't notice this the first time I watched it. But at the end of the movie, when the mom calls, and this is just going straight to the end. When the mom calls the double on the phone, she says, we need to go order these contact lenses because if you don't do it, and she's like real annoyed. And the first time I passed it off, it's like, oh, the double is annoyed with the mom now. I think the mom conspired with the double to get rid of the original. She was in on it. Yeah. Why else would she be the only one who knows that she needs contacts? Everybody else seemed to think that maybe even Peter. Well, I'm just... I'm really disappointed in myself right now because it's the second thing I missed. And I'm feeling like I'm missing Monster Penis from Shadow in the Cloud all over again. Did you see the bloody sheets that she was sleeping on? Yes. Like later at her new apartment? Yes. I also was really bothered by the store she goes to buy her outfit for the duel. <laughs> all of the hangers were facing the same direction in the store. And I'm sure it was like we set it up this way or something, mm -hmm. but they're in the wrong direction. Half of those hangers were in the wrong direction. Like they were like, like people who put their fucking toilet paper so it comes from behind. I hate that shit, man. Maybe it was something about the rights. 
maybe you could see the labels. The well, tags. she put the hanger back on like this. From like under? the bar, yeah, like the bar From was under? facing her, and she hung something back up this way. And I noticed, and I was like, "That was weird." And then I noticed the whole fucking store was like that, <laughs> and it bothered the shit out of me. And I wonder if he did it on purpose. Or it's like if you're in the northern hemisphere, the water goes one way down the toilet, and if you're in the southern hemisphere, it goes the other. Yeah, just like that. Except we're also in the northern hemisphere, and so is Finland. So is Finland hanging their shit up backwards? Finlandia. Do they make their toilet paper come from underneath? I don't know. I saw that shit floating around the interwebs a while back about how if you go back to the initial copyright for toilet paper, the drawing shows it paper over the top. Well, did you ever see that South Park episode about how the guy who cre- like butters thinks that the- you're supposed to sit on the toilet the other way so you can like draw and stuff? It has like a little tabletop and it makes perfect sense. No. It makes perfect fucking sense that a toilet would be made that way. And then he starts talking to the ghost of the guy who invented the toilet and that guy's outraged because no one's using the toilet the, the right way. Supposed to. And he's like, well, where do you put your journal books? Like, no, 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 no. I didn't catch that one, man. That's how I feel like. About toilet paper. If you're doing it the other way, you're a monster. <laughs> Alienates half the audience. From going under? Like you're saying if you do it to where it's going. <laughs> yeah, like it goes <laughs> like, like it goes down behind and then comes out from underneath. Yeah. I hate that shit. Okay. I want it to go up over the top. I'm an over the topper. We tried it the other way. But and you I... do it that way at work? You do it the other way? Is that what you're saying? I have no saying what happens at work. That's <laughs> housekeeping, and that's you made shit's it sound like box. there was another place you did it a different way. No, I just I went with it. I'm like, okay, let's try new things. I, I'm not against it. It just felt wrong, and I feel like it doesn't pull the same. No, it doesn't pull the same. It doesn't pull the same. I want it to come from the top. It doesn't rest as easy on the stop either. I don't know why I have this much concern about toilet paper. And it all stemmed from a hanger. Oh, the little things. When she gets the call about it being delayed, but you still have to cover the payment for that month. <laughs> That's some real life. She stuff. had just bought that outfit. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "But I already spent the money. I thought we were gonna." <laughs> so sad. That's just like that everyday bullshit. Like you get all happy and excited about something, and then the world is just like, "Nope, not today." I love when she shoots that lady's dog on accident. F- out of nowhere. Nice touch. Nice, just great random fucking like, and she's like, oh, fuck. And like, then when the- she chases her and she sees those twins at the park, the twins, the little girl tells this fucked up story about her twin being kidnapped. She was gone for a long time. She hasn't been the same since she came back. Twins are creepy, man. And those were extra fucked. Do you think at the end when Sarah is tricked by her double that she can't see through her own weirdness? Or do you think that she just really had hope that, like, I'm finally going to get what I want? Is like, I think she really wanted somebody to understand her. Or I think the whole reason she went and got a clone impulsively when she found out she was dying was she didn't want to be alone. Because I think she was depressed and lonely and sad. I can see that. Back to the part about, like, did she not see through it? or? Yeah, do you think that she really just wanted to be like, well, I wouldn't do that to myself. And she had that sort of... She had hope. She, but she, I think she also knew that she was so weird, terse, didn't use contractions and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that she couldn't really see through it. I did notice this time the double speaks with a much more like upward cadence, and the double stops doing that towards the end of the movie. When they go to the the meeting of the double survivors, where the guy who clearly fucked his double. <laughs> uh. 
I love that her justification for like why we why shouldn't there just be two of us? We have great tits. <laughs> so funny. Well, oh yeah, the blonde guy Waldo at the meeting, the T-shirt. Yeah, he's the guy who fucked his clone. Yeah, yeah. So the T-shirt was a shout out from Riley Stearns. Yeah, the grindcore band. The grindcore band, full of hell. I told you I listened to that on the way to work. It's grindy. It is. I mean, that shit, I, it hit me before the coffee did. Yeah, it's no NASM, but it's pretty good. It was good. I was fine with it. It, it kept playing, and I didn't stop it. I meant to just listen to one or two. I listened the whole way to work. Well, that's because the songs are like 30 seconds long. <laughs> I appreciate that he likes that. Because I think that the way he makes films is kind of metal. Yeah, for sure. Donald Duck in it. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, um... I did really like the closing scene. I think the double is worse off than Sarah at the end. Oh, not only did she work herself into the same situation, but yeah, worse. She has the debt of her own, of herself. Of her being. She has to pay that. Hey, man, do we not all have to pay for our own right to live? Uh, that's what credit cards are for. <laughs> Wait, is that not what credit cards are for? How do you feel about human cloning? You can say, oh, it's fine as long as there's regulation, but you know how regulation works. It would go downhill so fast. Bootlegs, the let's say the... Well, in the States, it's like religious shit why they stopped all of that research. But I think the actual reason is uh, most of the time, the woman they put the clone in to mm -hmm. have it, to carry it to term, that lady dies. And that's the real ethical problem. But if you could grow one this quickly, and you didn't have to duel it to the death. Okay, well, what have we learned from movies? With clones. Okay, what's going to happen? The government's going to want to make an army. Will they, though? <laughs> okay. I don't know if the government has their shit together enough to do anything. All it takes is one of those creepy dudes with contacts, and there's a lab somewhere with like 500 of them right now. If it is, it's in a, uh, okay, a look, crazier society than ours. Look here, Sestra. <laughs> <laughs> well, the fact of the matter is, is there isn't one of those out there because they had to try a hundred times just to get a monkey to have a stillborn baby. Like, Look, I'm a cat. I, I've seen Alien Resurrection where Ripley finds the vault. That's what I'm saying. It's a society <laughs> that's much more interesting than this one. You think, like, the older you get, the more you're like, oh, there's no, like, Look, big overseeing one, you know, one world government. You're like, people are not organized enough to pull that shit off. <laughs> They're just not. Um, they have shit to do. Regular people problems. And if you have that many people with regular people problems, they don't get a lot done. Yeah. And the more of us there are, the less gets done. I'm just, the military, you know, okay, let's get past that. Here's a better question, though. If you had a clone of yourself, would you have sex with it? No. If you did have sex with it, would that be masturbating? No. If you could clone yourself as a woman... Would you have sex with it? So those filters, <laughs> I've done the filter before. I mean, I don't know. If you had sex with your woman clone, would that be incest? Yes. Is it technically a family member, though? Yes. Okay. If that clone bore a child, would you name that clone Frank? Yes. The clone baby? Yes. What if it was a girl? Would you name it Francine? Francis. Francis? A girl named Francis. All right. <laughs> Did I answer those way too fast? Yeah, you had really quick answers for those. <laughs> you, you, you feel strongly about all these things. 
Yeah, I mean, this isn't one that I've thought through before either. Yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't have sex with it. I might let it give me a hand job though. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. What else that we've learned? Be masturbating. If it is alien in nature, you know, parallel clone. Somebody's got to fuck it. What was that one I told you about? Cold skin about the yes. blue things. Yes. Cold skin splice species. Let's fuck it. Oh, well, I mean, in species, even the alien had tits. Yeah, it did. That wasn't uh, what's his name? Also, was it H.R. Giger? Giger, sorry, I don't think so. It's been a while. Species has been a while, actually. <laughs> it's been a while. Did you have one of those on VHS back in the day? I had Species for, for sure, but you had like two or three that was like the real porny one. I had all of them. <laughs> Porn wasn't readily available then. Yeah, it was whatever. Not like it is now. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, I think that's what we like. I definitely think that. What we like about this director is he's kind of metal in a really like soft-spoken way. I want to see him do more things. I want to see him get more money just to have. Yeah, I would really like to see him make something with three times this budget. The cast that he's able to pull on some of these movies already. That's where he's spending his budget. And I think that's probably what matters. They're pulling it off and it's the right people. It's the right people. Yeah, even the little parts and faults. Yeah. Like Lance Reddick. Everything. He wasn't in there a lot. Oh, but man. his his placement was very he he was well placed in that movie. And and how many movies does Riley have under his belt now? Is it three? Three. Not even four. I was gonna say he four. He has a short film. Yeah, okay. I can't wait. I just I really like it's been a while since I've wanted to see what an individual does next in that in oh he gets he gets me excited. It's been a long time <laughs> since I like watched a younger director. You know, that mm-hmm. wasn't a like a seasoned person. I am a TV guy at heart. Like I like TV shows. If I can just lose myself for a whole month in one thing, that's where I want to go. Those people are so scattered out. So it's like uh, the show I wanted to watch has a Lost cast member in it, and it's directed by Jack Bender, who directed Lost. And I think that's cool. <laughs> and so like that makes me want to check it out. And then when you find out, like, it's like, oh, well, it wasn't J.J. Abrams. It was Damon Lindelof. And then Damon Lindelof made Leftovers and Watchmen. Like, I like following those. But it's been a long time since there was, like, a new director that I was like, this guy. Yeah. But this guy. And he's writing and directing his own shit. Yes. Because sometimes you can find writers in Hollywood where you're like, oh, that guy wrote that. (laughs) And you start to find out, you're like, oh, this guy wrote all this stuff. It's been a while since I was really excited about one that did both. And I'm really excited that he's from here. Yeah, me too. He's local. He is very local. He's a product of here. It's almost certain that we've at. been in the same room with this person. Somewhere. A show. Because not a movie. long ago in our history, Austin was that small a town. You'd run into people at the back room. Yeah, or you just like, if you knew somebody, there was like a, a very short amount of degrees to people. Our age. I introduced that one guy from Elgin. Then all of a sudden. I wish that we could watch The Art of Self-Defense next week. I would like to follow this Riley Stearns movie up with another one, but I guess it's going to be spaced out. Faults was way back last year. Mm -hmm. So. And yeah, who knows? Maybe something happens. We get delayed again. Another project's out. But I do think that this guy finding him has been one of the best things that's come out of this podcast so far, as far as us Picking unknown movies because a lot of the movies are either one of us hasn't seen it or we know this about it. But Faults was 
unknown. And when I found out that he directed The Art of Self-Defense. Duel was great, but Faults was, man. But Duel is definitely worth watching, especially if you're a fan of anyone in it. Everyone in the movie was fantastic. And if you want something that's sci-fi without beating you down with technology or scientists or great just angle the angle on this was yeah because it was almost absurd and and he wasn't afraid to be absurd at times like i said just the way in which she spoke even like not even saying sarah too but it didn't feel like to bring it all back to cosmopolis and white noise Mm -hmm. i feel like that's how you execute it is the way it was executed in this movie and I think Cosmopolis and White Noise didn't handle this kind of dialogue as well as this did. Maybe because it was meant to be a movie. I know. White Noise was so close. And it had its moments that got me. Um, <laughs> but um, different kind of movie. But next time we're going to watch Swiss Army Man. So we're still kind of on topic, but bouncing around. Yeah. The other Daniels movie. Ah, yeah, yeah. The Daniels. And people are real split on this. I've talked to some people about this movie. Since it came out, people either really like it or they're fucking disturbed by this existing at all. I talked to somebody, like a coworker I worked with, that mm-hmm. she was just like horrified that this existed. And she was younger than me, too. And well, I was like, why are you so like... She watched it and she was like, Expelliarmos! Yeah, she didn't like that shit. She, <laughs> she did not like that shit. So I'm interested in seeing how you feel about this because I feel like this is going to tickle the shit out of you. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, am I going to get another uh, God Bless America? No, this is something else. It's something else? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. God, for some reason, the title of that film always slips my mind, too, and I <laughs> that was a nice change of pace. This is our avenue of weird, and I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I can't wait, man. I can't wait to lose the toothpick and the tweezers. and then maybe after that we should watch castaway Uh, that would be like the most appropriate thing to do (laughs) thanks everyone for joining us for the last video store clerks podcast be sure to leave a rating and subscribe you can find us on twitter at last clerks instagram at the last video store clerks and you can find scott at dispatches from the pit.com